morning, good afternoon, good evening, happy Sunday to everybody out there today. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack. Don't forget to like this video and please do subscribe to the channel if you already haven't. Today is all about your questions and my answers. So let's just jump into it. So as I said at the beginning of the week, we're going to do a Q&A session uh, based on the question that you have asked in the comment section or uh, the ones I have received by email. So I'm just going to jump straight into them with Joshua Damas, who's asked, is there going to be any kind of nightlife in Phuket? Well, I have to be honest with you, I don't think there's going to be very much going on in Phuket at all in July. Right now, bars, entertainment venues, nightclubs are all still shut and will be until the government lift the ban on it. Now that's nationwide, so it doesn't matter where you go in Thailand. Uh, in Phuket though, restaurants are allowed to serve alcohol. So, you know, you can go into a restaurant, have a meal and have a few drinks. There's gonna be no issue with that, but they have to stop serving at 11 o'clock in the evening. Um, there was a thing where bars slash restaurants were pretending to be serving food but just serving alcohol but there's been a load of raids in Pattaya and Bangkok over the last couple of days shutting these places down and I'm sure the same thing will be going on in Phuket as well so it's not going to be too much of a crazy nightlife scene in Phuket uh, in July though it, hopefully it'll get better in August and September. Uh, David Geddes, I think that's how you pronounce it, but I could be wrong. If there are COVID testing on arrival at the airport and a 24-hour hotel room quarantine until test results are confirmed, what is the further testing requirements in the preceding days? And what do you do and where do you go to get them? Okay, David, to answer your question. So firstly, uh, you will have a test on the day you arrive. Um, so you'll do that at the airport, then you'll go to your hotel and you need to wait in your hotel until you get the results. And then you will have a second test on the 6th or 7th day and a third test on the 12th or 13th day. Um, not quite sure why they can't just fix the days, but anyway, around that time. And then basically, where do you go to get the test? Well, today's some breaking news that they says is that Phuket will set up seven COVID-19 testing centers across the island to facilitate testing for tourists in accordance with the Phuket Sandbox scheme. Um, so that means they're going to have a testing center probably in places like Kamala, Patong, um, Kata, these are Karan, these different areas that are touristy areas. The test will cost 2,800 baht per test. Visitors can have a test at a hospital where the cost will be approximately 3,500 baht. In order to get these tests, visitors must sign the consent form in advance and allow the lab to send the results to the Phuket Sandbox Command Center. If tourists test positive for COVID-19, the hotel will relocate them to a hospital for treatment and tourists who test positive on arrival at the airport will be sent to the alternative local quarantine facilities. So yes, you'll be able to get those tests um, fairly close to wherever you're staying on the island. So they have it pretty much set out for you. You asked a follow-up question, which was assuming you're all clear of COVID and you move on to say Kaolak, uh, how would you go about getting tested after, say, an eight-week stay prior to departure, say, Bangkok or back to the UK? So if you're in Kaolak for eight weeks, you want to go to Bangkok, 
no problem. You have your vaccine certificate. There's no issue to enter Bangkok at all. There's no testing. They have no rules or regulations. It's all fine. If you're going back to the UK and you need a COVID test, literally any hospital in Thailand is doing COVID tests these days. So it's very easy to find, you know, and it all depends. if you're in Bangkok at the time, you'll find every clinic is doing them as well. But I recommend, by the way, getting them from a hospital rather than a clinic because uh, there has been stories of a lot of false positives from clinics. So go with the hospital. They seem to be doing them correctly. Richard, who has asked, any idea when it will be gazetted so you comply for the COE? Well, today is Saturday the 26th and it's still not in the Royal Gazette. So um, I presume it's going to be in either later tonight or tomorrow. I've seen uh, notices going up in embassies telling people they can apply for the certificate of entry on Monday at whatever local time the embassy opens up. So that looks like a positive step. Uh, Bipolar Punt has asked, what if you get a positive? Do you have to pay another 4,000 baht for the second test? So I've been trying to research this on what exactly happens. If you test positive from a PCR test, you don't get another PCR test, you get a blood test. This is to confirm that you really do have COVID. And yes, you will have to pay for that. Uh, and if it's positive again, then you will be doing a minimum, from what I can tell, a minimum of 10 days in state quarantine uh or a field hospital it depends on your on your symptoms really if you've no symptoms you'll go to a field hospital and you have to do a minimum 10 days and then they will test you on the 10th day if you're negative you can't leave but you have to stay there until you are a negative but they don't test you straight away because they know how uh how long covid will stay in your system roughly um Jack Barnes has asked, one question on testing positive for COVID. Another one I said, during uh, one of the many required tests, are you sent to a hospital until you test negative? Say another way, if you're sent to a hospital. Okay, so it's the same answer I gave to bipolar punt. Basically, you're not going to be, they're not going to test you every day. Uh, there's a, if you test positive, there's a minimum time that that's going to, that COVID's going to stay in your system. And you will be in the field hospital or the private hospital, probably a minimum of 10 days and then they'll test you again. They will not test you every single day. Uh, William Cook has asked, do I, need a do I need a visa? He's a US citizen and he wants to go to the Phuket Sandbox. And can he extend his visa in Thailand after it has expired and register in a language class, etc.? So basically he wants to know, can he come to Phuket on the visa waiver scheme? And then when he's here, can he change to an ED visa? All right, so firstly, you can come on the visa waiver all right i think it's applicable for 55 56 countries um, if you come before september 30th you'll actually get 45 days uh normally it's 30 days but because of the quarantine in bangkok they gave an extra an, an extra um few days on top of it so basically normally you'll get 30 days and you can extend for another 30 days by paying 1,900 Thai baht at, uh, at the immigration office. And that's the most you can get out of uh, being, a, uh, being visa free to come in. Now you're wondering if you can register for a language class. Right now they are not issuing ED visas in Thailand or in any embassy outside. So the answer to that question, is, question right now is no, you can't. Um, I had a question from somebody, I cannot find it, but they asked me about air, uh, airline travel insurance. So whether or not that would be, could be used, you know, because a lot of airlines are now giving free travel insurance to people um, to kind of like, you know, take their fears down of traveling during the COVID pandem pandemic. 
So I had a look at Emirates, and this is the one I'll just focus on for a second. So Emirates give you, with every ticket, free travel insurance, and it does include uh, COVID-19. And it is for a maximum up to 500,000 US dollars. So I had a look at the policy, and as far as I can tell, it definitely meets the criteria set out by the Thai government. The Thai government is a minimum coverage of $100,000, and must cover COVID-19. So Emirates is maximum 500,000, half a million dollars, and it definitely says in it, it covers all COVID-19 sickness. So, I mean, obviously I wouldn't take my word for it, but this is my reading of, uh, from the Emirates website. It does say that, and it says $500,000, and it says COVID covers all COVID sickness. So I could see no reason why it would not be accepted by uh, a Thai embassy. Uh, Bergenat has asked me, uh, he would like to know the details of what happened in the event of a positive test. Again, as I said in previous, um, you're going to the field hospital or to, yeah, field hospital or a private hospital, minimum of 10 days. But he's also asked, will the mandatory COVID cover, cover all the hospital expenses? Yes, that's why they want you to have COVID insurance and specific COVID insurance because the time in the private hospital or the field hospital or whatever can be, if it's a private hospital, yes, it will be expensive. Field hospital, probably not so much. But um, yes, your insurance will cover you as long as it covers COVID-19. And that's the main thing. Now, a lot of people will take out the Thai coverage for this, right, and get the Thai travel insurance because they know 100% it will cover uh, you in the event you test positive in Thailand for COVID. So just to make that kind of clear on that again, I have uh, an email from a Pat Hughes. Pat is a regular visitor to Thailand and he's a fellow Irishman like myself. And uh, he's helping some hotels with some reopenings. But he, uh, he asked me, what do I think it would take to get the country back to where it was pre-pandemic regarding tourism? And he, the follow-up question is, uh, what, do you think is, what do you think the sandbox, will it work or not? You know, uh, Or will it do anything for the country? So first, what do I think it will do to get Thailand back to pre-pandemic? So 2019, I think Thailand had 39 million visitors. It's going to be a long time before that ever happens again, especially with the way travel is now. But I can see over the next three to four years getting up to that kind of a number, but not, I don't think they're going to get to that number for a while. It's all going to depend on many factors. Number one, the vaccine rollout in Thailand. Thailand needs to get its you know, ass in gear and get people vaccinated. Just get shots in arms. That's the first thing. They also need to use quality vaccines. Right now, they've been using the Sinovac, which has now been proven, right, that it has doesn't really work for the uh, the COVID Delta strain, and they certainly have no data on it. So that's going to be a big worry since uh, there is Delta in Thailand now, and that may, as seems to be the case in a lot of countries, become the predominant uh, version of the virus. But I'm no expert. But um, yes, so they're going to need to vaccinate as many people as possible. They're going to need to market themselves a lot differently than they have in previous years. Um, all this nonsense for the Phuket Sandbox. Okay, let me just clear the Phuket Sandbox out of the way first. The Phuket Sandbox is, look, I'm a hotelier myself. I'm in the business. 
And the truth is, the Phuket Sandbox model is not going to do very much for any hotel. You might have a couple of stragglers in, but you're not going to have the 129,000 people that they think are coming. The people who will use the Phuket Sandbox model right now will be people who had who didn't want to come to Thailand and do the 14-day quarantine on the Bangkok Hotel. Right, those people, then there's a lot of those people who are still outside of Thailand who've been waiting it out, saying, oh, I'll come back. Maybe they have a property in Thailand or something like this. Or there's people who maybe work abroad. They have a wife or girlfriend in, 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 in Thailand and they want to come back to see them. But, you know, again, because of the quarantine, the lack of travel, it hasn't been easy for them. So it'll suit them. Maybe they'll pop over for two weeks, see their wife, their kids, whatever, you know, or a month. Who knows? But that kind of scenario, yes, I can see it. For a general tourist, I just it's it's just too uh, regulation heavy. It's not there's no relaxation. Your holiday is about relaxing, chilling out, you know, having a few beers. You know, doing what you like to do, not being told where you go, what you do, knowing somebody's tracking you, knowing you're going to have to get all these COVID tests and, you know, God help you if one turns positive, you know. So that kind of stuff. But what I do see it as being is kind of a, a test bed for what's coming in maybe October or November. I can see this as being kind of like, let's see how many tourists come in that are vaccinated. Do we have any positive tests do we have any transmission from people from abroad who's already been vaccinated and looking at the looking at the numbers and saying well actually practically nobody that came over ever tested positive so i think it's safe to open up you know and forget about all these covid tests maybe a a covid test before you leave but that's it you know and and let people in then as of october I think it could be more beneficial from that way and from, you know, the hospitality businesses kind of, I think they need to be looking down to October, November for any kind of return to, you know, some decent level of business within their hotels. But getting back to uh, Thailand and how they managed to get back to these pre-pandemic numbers, it's going to be a long time. I think the IATA travel pass could play a big role in international travel and being able to get people um, moving around the world again because you know a lot of countries are very hesitant they don't know you know if that person's vaccine certificate is real they don't know you know there's a lot of confusion over everything so if you have something that is designed that yes this works this is the iata travel pass everybody uses it it comes from legitimate laboratories you know the vaccine certificates are real that are uploaded onto it then everybody understands that their data is all safe because it's only stored on your phone and not in any central server i i think this will start to move travel along too i think countries need to relax visa rules in the next few years to encourage people to come for longer periods of time i think thailand needs to do that i think it has made big mistakes in relation to its visa policy and i don't think now with very little tourism it can afford to have these strict visa regulations that it's had over the last few years with clampdowns on people doing visa runs and stuff like this you know if people are here they can afford to stay here they can afford to live here spend their money then just let them at this point because you've nothing to lose because you know um so much money has been lost in the last year and a half because of a lack of tourism in thailand and then again you have to look at the people of thailand they have suffered greatly from this you know i mean i can tell you hundreds of staff that i have had working for me over over the last year you know we've had to let people go and and it's so sad to have to do it you know it's you certainly never feel good letting anybody go but at the end of the day you have no customers you have no business 
you know we're clinging on by by a tread really you know hanging on there that's all they're hoping that things get better and that's all it really is so i think it's going to be a long time before thailand does get back to those 39 million visitors a year uh if we could hit 20 million in the next three to four years i think it would be a great achievement you know but again travel agents are going to play a big part in this governments are going to play a big part in this but everybody needs to get behind the vaccination plan everybody needs to get behind health and safety measures in in destinations and just you know putting things together properly but we'll see how it goes so that's all the questions i have uh right now i do answer a lot in the comments section when i have time so if i see a question and you know i i can definitely reply look i want to say to everybody thank you for all the support with the channel it's just great to know that you guys are out there you seem engaged with things um i am launching a website uh in the next few days called uh thaiexpatdailyshow.com so it'll just be basically a place to host the videos um it'll have the podcasts on it and i'm going to have a little forum on it so in the forum i'll have things like information about visas uh, different types of visas to come to thailand i'm going to have information on the phuket sandbox model um and then like a general kind of page where people can chit chat together i want it to be a place where you know people can come and feel safe and talk and you know engage in good banter etc i don't want to turn it i don't want to turning into you know thaivisa.com where there's just people complaining at each other and <clears throat> being rude to each other you know because that kind of thing you know we don't need that we don't need that kind of negativity these days you know i, I think it's good to be positive about a lot of things as well you know we've we've all gone through a lot over the last 18 months so yeah the forum will be there and hopefully you know people can it's free to sign there's no you know you just sign up you sign into it and you know you can ask questions we can we'll get answers to your questions it may take a little bit of time or whatever but you know it's just something different to do and you know engage with other people from around the world which i always think is a great idea anyway thanks for tuning in today guys and uh we'll talk to you in the next couple of days Stay safe. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating. We are available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow.